From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Thursday, December 9th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Jailed Chinese dissident Liu Xiaobo won't be in Oslo to pick up his Nobel Peace Prize tomorrow, and China continues to try to discredit the award. Some believe that's already dented China's global image. Uh, you'd think that when you're in a hole, you'd stop digging, but they have kept digging, and I think that uh, they're now locked into the position, and I think it's, it's hurting them. Also, the cyber war over WikiLeaks intensifies, and Canada's Banff snails, tiny and endangered by climate change. First up, this news. BBC News with Julie Candler. The African Union has suspended Ivory Coast until Alassane Ouattara is allowed to take over as president. The organization said it viewed him as the country's democratically elected leader. There's broad international agreement that Mr Ouattara won the bitterly contested Ivorian election last month, but the incumbent, Laurent Gbagbo, is refusing to step down. John James reports from Abidjan. The African Union suspension comes after a similar move taken by the West African regional bloc ECOWAS. The move is largely about prestige, but if these measures are backed by the West African Central Bank, which is yet to respond to a request by Mr Ouattara to gain control of the Ivoirian government accounts held there, it would make it very difficult for Mr Bagbo to keep control of the state. While Mr Bagbo looks increasingly isolated, there remains a real potential for violence, with thousands of unarmed militia and rebel soldiers allied to each side. A court in Italy has handed down an 18-year jail sentence to the former head of the Parmalat food conglomerate, Callisto Tansi. He was tried in connection with one of Europe's biggest cases of fraudulent bankruptcy. David Willey is in Rome. Prosecutors had demanded 20 years in jail for Callisto Tansi, but the court handed down a slightly more lenient sentence of 18 years. Tansi, now 71, plans to appeal, so he'll escape prison for the moment. He's already been sentenced to 10 years in another parallel trial on charges of market rigging. More than 30 people, including nine members of the police, have been injured in London during a student protest outside Parliament. Protesters smashed the windows of a government building and set fire to the traditional Christmas tree in the city centre. The demonstration coincided with a parliamentary debate on plans to raise the cost of a university education in England. The measure was approved by a slim majority held by the Conservative Liberal Democrat coalition government. Here's Nick Robinson. Students, graduates and universities may be calculating the price they'll pay, but what will be the political price for the coalition? Their majority has been cut by three quarters. The Lib Dems have been split down the middle. Tory grumbles have begun to show. Voting against your party leadership can define which tribe you belong to, loyalist or rebel, and for a long time to come. Some argue that tuition fees is a one-off, the only issue where so many politicians gave a personal pledge, which they must either break or keep. Some news just in. Student protesters in London have attacked a car containing the heir to the British throne, Prince Charles, and his wife Camilla. The couple were unharmed. The Nobel Committee in Norway has said that awarding this year's Peace Prize to the jailed Chinese dissident Liu Xiaobo is not a push for Western values in China. The head of the committee said the award was not against China, but a signal that it was important for Beijing to combine economic development with political reform. World News from the BBC. 
Election officials in Haiti say they'll review the disputed results of last month's presidential election after violent demonstrations by supporters of one of the losing candidates. The Electoral Commission said it would conduct an immediate recount of votes in the presence of international observers and the top three candidates. The man who finished in third place, Michel Martelly, has alleged that the initial count was rigged to stop him going through to the second round. A former Prime Minister of Croatia, Ivo Sanader, has left the country just before Parliament voted to lift his immunity from prosecution.